0: Hey there, we're Tali and Ophira Adut, identical twins and astrologers. Welcome to Astro Twins Radio, where we bring the stars down to Earth. It's Valentine's week, and nothing else matters. Just kidding. But it's the week of love, the first full week of the year of the dragon, and we are here to make sure that Cupid's arrow hits you in the right place. Don't let the arrow hit you where the zodiac split you. <laughs> so this week, we've got the love planets stirring up some intensity. Mars, which is a planet of passion, lust, intrigue, and assertiveness, is leaving Capricorn where it's been for the last few weeks. That's January 4th, in fact. January 4th. It was a good run. I got so much done. I can't even... Mars, Mars loves Capricorn. It's exalted. there. its happiest place. But in Aquarius, it's still going to be fun. So if you've been doing, 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 and thinking about your bottom line and stressing about it, well, Mars in Aquarius, which is a sign of groups and teams and innovation and originality, is coming to town and it's going to be there until March 22nd. What you're going to get all hyped up about is doing things with your friends, with groups. The more is the mightier when Mars is an Aquarius. So um, if you have the right team, I mean, I I kind of think of the Five of Wands tarot card with Mars and Aquarius sometimes. It's like a group of, you know, guys or, The mock fight. Yeah, Yeah, the the, the slick fighting with each other. Yeah, it can be a little playful. Actually, if you haven't started your your winter fitness, it's a great time for like some team or intramural or partner sports. Actually, maybe some indoor volleyball or some pickleball, which I recently played for the first time in Puerto Rico. And I can see why that addiction is real for people. Yeah, Mars is the ruler of physical uh, exertion, even aggression. So if you've got pent up steam, especially teams can be frustrating during Mars and Aquarius. So rather than taking it out on each other, go take it to the pickleball courts or somewhere. Else. Or make room for brainstorming. Um, you, want, you might want to have a talking stick to pass around because everyone's going to have an idea or actually, you know, like create some parameters when you're meeting. So if You know, one person comes in with a focus of getting her done and another person comes in, you know, with this blue sky expansiveness that happens to us sometimes. Get on the same page about the intention because there's really great opportunities to have those. Wouldn't it be crazy if, wouldn't it be awesome if conversations, uh, but... Also, lose track of time and get frustrated, and if you don't set objectives and agreements in place, so really be mindful when you're in a group setting to make sure that everyone has alignment between now and March 22nd. Yeah. That goes double for Valentine's Day. Well, let's talk about let's talk about V Day. Unless you have anything else, OC, to add about Mars and Aquarius? No, I mean Valentine's Day this year uh, is the day that Mars and Pluto meet in aquarius for the first time in our lives we don't even know what's going to happen we've never experienced this before but to set the stage we've got the moon in taurus the moon kind of sets the emotional temperature and taurus is very luxurious sensual slows us down which is can be really nice like book that massage whether it's for yourself or a couple's massage Go higher end with the dinner. Or if you cook at home, get the nicer bottle of wine. If you have a drink at dinner, just it is a great time for decadence. And there's a little warning label. Now, yes, not only the stubbornness and fixation from the Taurus moon about how things should go. There could be a rigidity about, you know, if you're a romantic type who likes, has, you know, likes to plan ahead and has the perfect vision of how the your Valentine's Day should go, we recommend a little flexibility because Mars and Pluto, like we alluded to, are making their first ever connection, conjunction in our lifetime in Aquarius. So now Mars is aggression, passion. Pluto is mystery, secrecy, cunning, strategy. So Mars puts it all out there. Pluto plays mind games. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of internal angst that could come up, especially if you're going out with someone maybe for the first or second time or you know you're not sure how you feel about them or they feel about you there's going to be a real tendency to perhaps spiral and then act out in aggression or withhold and punish it's just like that's the bad so that's the, those are the, those are the, <laughs> the warning labels but Mars and Pluto together has some 50 shades of something in there, too. I mean, and Pluto is the bondage planet there. I mean, kidnap Persephone... Took her down to the underworld. But Mars is very outspoken and consensual and experimental and willing to try. So we're not here to judge. Maybe uh, maybe your hot date is going to be to some kind of rope play course, if that's your thing. I mean, it's, <laughs> maybe there's a blindfold that enters the picture. Anything like that with Mars and Pluto, like playing with, consensually playing with power dynamics. This Valentine's Day could be kind of hot for some people. And who are we to judge? Enjoy yourselves. Get a little frisky and freaky. if You feel safe. It is a a leather and lace kind of V-Day in that way, I guess. Moon and Taurus is the lace. Mars and Pluto are the leather. And it's all black. <laughs> Absolutely the wariest, too. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, it's, uh, Mars and Pluto in Aquarius is quite highly experimental. It's also, um, you know, shaking up what, uh, you know, maybe you want more than one Valentine. Maybe your Valentine's date involves, you know, four people, three. Maybe your Valentine has batteries, again. <laughs> it's Aquarius, so <laughs> it's all good under Aquarius. I'm okay, you're okay. And, you know, Venus is still in Capricorn, which is going to be helpful for, you know, anyone who has, like, a big traditional thing. If you're planning on sending out a little, you know, velvet ring box with the tiramisu, that is like a Venus and Capricorn move. I mean, but it might have tiny handcuffs in it instead of ring. <laughs> now, Friday, Venus catches up to Mars and... You know, what's interesting is like until um, the end of April, they're kind of close to each other. They're like going to be in the same sign a lot, the same zodiac sign in the first quarter of this year, which is nice because, you know, relationships have been going through what we like to say is an iOS update uh, for the last few years as we move from the agrarian age to the Aquarian age we don't have the same needs um, from relationships most of us that we did when we you know were Hunting. all farmers and yeah hunters and gatherers now but what do you know we still have that desire that soulful desire for partnership and connection whether it's with one person or multiple people so um, Venus joining Mars and Aquarius you know on uh for until um march 11th it'll be in, in aquarius mars is there until march 22nd uh is going to kind of double down on that experimental energy there have been several articles published recently about polyamory being kind of the the new thing that people you know um and it does make sense as we become more multi-dimensional people that we're going to find uh it harder and harder to get all our needs met from one relationship it's a choice it's or that romantic love is the only type of love that feeds and fulfills people Aquarius is a sign of again friendship groups communities uh freedom so Venus and Aquarius will have us you know, standing back, being objective, looking at what is love? What are the types of love? You know, I I could love more than one person. We like the idea, there's a, if you've ever, go do a Google search of relationship anarchy. That is a concept that's been around for over a decade. But the whole idea is that the only thing that matters, the only rules that matter in your relationship are the ones that you and the person or people in it set. And And I'll agree to. And I'll agree to. So we're not advocating for it. We're not against it. We're we're really, we're being Aquarian here and saying, hey, check it out and learn that there's more than just romantic love out there. Free your mind, free your heart to at least go like having one other person is not going to be the be all end all of your life. It may fulfill you greatly. It may be something that you feel is... The companionship that you wanted and needed. We're twins. We know what that's like. We know how great it is. People need people. But Venus and Mars and Aquarius and Pluto are saying, make sure you fill your tank from multiple sources. And it could also, you know, Venus is meeting up with Pluto on Saturday, just as Mars does on on Valentine's Day, which could bring another intensifying moment where... You do find that you want, you know, Pluto's possessive. Pluto is a ruler of Scorpio. So it gets jealous. It gets me me mine. It wants to know. it wants it wants to feel safe. There's safety in, you know, in commitment. and uh, no matter what shape it takes, what this Venus and Mars and Aquarius cycle may also bring, You know, plenty of people will always be monogamous, and that's, uh, but maybe it's about rearranging the way you do your relationship, too. Like perhaps you need more support in uh, pursuing your individual interests, or you decide you want to live in different places or want, or get an apartment that one of you goes to here and there. There's a lot of, it's up to you, just the, the key word for Mars and Venus in Aquarius is experimentation, and that that doesn't only have to happen in the erotic realm, but can also be an experimentation with the way you shape your relationship. And fair time and resources. I have to say a pet peeve of mine, and maybe because I'm a Sagittarius, is when I hear someone say, I have to ask or they won't let me i have to you know it's it's of course you have to check in with someone that you're accountable to but there's this whole like ownership possession conversation they'll be so mad at me they won't let me go away i'm like that is just like nails on a chalkboard to my adult Sagittarian self. Like, what do you mean here? Now, some people, though, do have agreements where they do check in with each other. Yeah, author responsibilities. That's how different. <laughs> That's what I meant was, you know. There's a difference between two adults making shared consensual agreements. That is the glue of a relationship. And then there's the disempowered adult where you're like, I could never, my partner would never let me, that kind of thing. So if you find yourself saying, oh, it's it's easier to just not advocate for what I want, uh, even though I want it, I just haven't figured out how to say it, that Venus Pluto a uh, day on Saturday it could really bring up a time when some soul-bearing, vulnerable conversations happen and you confess something that you want and talk about how it could, you know, its a, it, there's a there's a legitimate need under there. And I'm talking about something like going away for a weekend or a night yes. or spending family money, you know, maybe one partner is always traveling, the other one isn't, the one who isn't wants to but feels disempowered. Just saying, this is the week where those things could come up. Pluto is going to bubble that stuff up from the underworld where it's been hidden. And it could come out as projection, anger, resentment. So you want to watch for that and make sure that you're not projecting something. That's true. I see what i for. Pluto is the projector. Venus is the diplomat. So if you're going to talk about it, Friday the 16th. Friday, Saturday. Much, it, again, Saturday. much better than Valentine's Day. So... Now, Sunday is the end of Aquarius season. The sun moves into Pisces late night. Yeah, late night until March 19th. So Mm -hmm. February 18th to March 19th is this year's Pisces season, and... Uh, that's a different energy. We're moving to softer, gentler, dreamier, more compassionate energy. A little more passive. It's the last zodiac sign, so we're finishing up the zodiac cycle, getting ready for the spring equinox and the reset. Winter's almost over; it's just a month away. Oh my god! Countdown, and uh-huh. so it's. It's funny, you know, you were talking about making sacrifices and being passive. You know, that's a good red flag to watch out for. Because Pisces, one of the, during Pisces season, Pisces being the 12th and final sign in the Zodiac, we kind of go into this dream state. It's this, but we become our boundaries become porous. They become fluid. We can make sacrifices without even realizing it. We can become codependent. It's almost like you're the grandparent, uh, uh, and kind of who's winding down and say, not really in touch with reality. Um, and, It's important to check in with yourself emotionally because one thing that can happen during Pisces season is it's like, oh, it's fine, it's fine, it's okay. I don't want to bother anyone. And then resentment comes up or a breakdown happens because you didn't ask for what you needed. And it can Come in, in that Pisces being a water sign, it can come in like a flood, like pipes bursting, causing major structural damage. So it's it's more it's very important to tune into your needs. This is a great time from you know if you don't have a meditation practice or a journaling practice. Pisces rules the subconscious, so tapping in. Uh, we love Julia Cameron from the Artist Way. Is it she a Pisces? I think she is. Maybe she is. I- is she? It looks, it looks makes, for us. That would make sense if she is. But yeah, her morning pages, which are, you know, she recommends you when you wake up, the first thing you do is you write three free write three pages in your journal and see whatever comes out, comes out. And then, you know, I did, I've done that and I'll probably pick it up again during Pisces season uh, and became so aware. It started with like, whoa, I didn't realize, you know. XYZ. I had, the last time I did it, I was going to karaoke a lot, and I was like, I wake up feeling really grumpy every time I have a drink, you know, which was when I went to karaoke. I'd have a little something, and just realizing that correlation. It's so easy to just go out and order something from the bar, and I was like, oh, okay, hmm, this is affecting me. But after that, it turned into more like, little prompts that turned into creative ideas for projects. And that's that's a way that the Pisces energy works. When you tune into your subconscious, you might realize a few things that are dysregulating or are, you know, throwing you off. You're going to see patterns. I mean, Albert Einstein was a Pisces. It's It's the energy that we don't often respect or value enough that... Right brain, intuitive, quanta uh, quantum energy. And yet if we just paid attention to it, it could save us so much trouble. So grab your journal, download the meditation app, slow down, make get, a playlist. Make a playlist, music, dance, movement, right brain activities, spiritual practices can really like, you know, it's manifesting month now. So wishing you an awesome week. Remember what we said about Valentine's Day? Put the precautions early. Make sure you make the plan, or just save it till next week. Because two twenty-two, Mars and Venus are conjunct in Aquarius. They're that means they're going to be exactly together. So, just That's you know, a much better day. Valentine's Day is a calendar era. Yeah. Honest to God, it's like It'd be in Pisces. It's in the season of friendship and emotional detachment. Aquarius. Instead of four days later, would be in the the sign that rules man's uh, fantasy fantasy. Fantasy. we could have solved this all four day (laughs) shift i don't think my vote is ever my bill is ever going to pass for that but it's okay i know when i'm going to celebrate 2022 it is have a great week everyone and we'll be back oh one thing we wanted to tell you about are you somebody who wants to learn to speak astrology fluently And maybe even start doing charts for your friends and family or perhaps even become a practitioner. Well, here is some very exciting news. On March 9th, our Become Your Own Astrologer uh, training program begins. It is a course that we taught in Tulum, Mexico at a retreat for seven years. And now we are bringing it worldwide for everyone out there, no matter where you are on the planet, to participate in. So this is going to be a course with two eight-week modules. You can do the first one, Astrology Foundations, with us, which is from March 9th until May 4th. You're going to learn how the planet signs houses and aspects, the four-part puzzle of astrology works. That's the foundation for reading any chart. And if you don't know what those those terms mean. You will be so crystal clear by the end, and you'll be chatting up a storm and looking up everyone's moon sign and knowing exactly what to do. After that, from June 1st to July 27th, our oracles level begins, where we teach you predictive astrology and how to do relationship charts. So you can be the official love doctor in residence for your friends. You can... Uh, cast the future and see what trends are coming up no crystal ball required beautiful thing for those of you out there who see yourselves bringing astrology into your career we have a practitioner's track so for both of those eight week um segments. You will participate in those and get our astropreneurs training. We'll work with you directly to help you find your niche, set up your astrology business, and get you in our practitioner's posse um, for readings. super exciting because, as you know, we love talking about astrology, but as much as that, and even more, we love helping people understand it. We grew up in a home where everybody spoke a different language and um, interpretation became one of our fortes. And so making astrology accessible as a language is one of our deepest passions because it's a thing. It is the thing that unlocks your soul purpose, gives you your cosmic blueprint, helps you see why challenges are coming up for you and and find ways to be compassionate your, with yourself, the different parts of yourself, and then transform them and make them work for you. So Become Your Own Astrologer starts this March 9th. All tracks begin then, and so um, all levels, whether it's foundations, oracles, or practitioner's posse, that's right for you. Go to astrostyle.com slash B-Y-O-A. That's become your own astrologer, not bring your own astrologer, although you'll be able to do that after the course. So com slash B-Y-O-A. Um, We're taking applications for the Practitioner's Posse, or you can sign up for the Foundations or Foundations and Oracles course. You won't want to miss this. We're only doing this once this year. Begins March 9th. Hope to have you there with us. As always, thanks for listening. You can discover more of your star power at astrocell.com and be sure to follow us on social at AstroTwins. Join us next time for more cosmic fun.